Okay, do we crack open our drink? I think so. One. <laughs> oh, should we cheers? We, oh, should cheers? we should cheers. Cheers. Beautiful. Can you guys tell we're drinking a can tonight? Because yeah. we had cocktails last night, and I do not feel like making all of our shakers and everything dirty again. Yep. Yeah. Also, we're just lazy. Yeah. I will say my cocktails are better, but yep. we'll do what we got to do. Yeah. We are balling on a budget over here. We are. So what are we drinking today, Holly? So today we are drinking the one and only cranberry ginger ale. Yep. So we're actually being fakers today because we don't want to drink. I'm no. sorry. It's like four o'clock on a Thursday afternoon yeah. and tomorrow's St. Patty's Day. So, so we we're know drinking then. We're going to drink then and we just thought we'd save our liver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe give it a little bit of a break. Yeah sorry about that one <laughs> don't worry guys we'll come back full force next time welcome back to cocktails and chaos Woo. with your host jess and holly uh this is our first official episode it is because our last one was kind of a shit show but it, we love it anyways you know if you guys sit through the entire thing you'll get to know a little bit about us um, about the chaotic tendencies that we have um also it was just kind of a I think just already just said that, but it's good to know us, and there was really no flow to it. We just kind of there's no structure. Babbled. There's yeah, there's no structure. There's no structure whatsoever. Yeah, we literally forgot to say who we were until, until like <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was actually kind of bad. We do apologize. We're newbies, okay? But now you guys know who we are. Not yeah. I'm Jess. I'm Holly. We did say that already, yeah. but in it's case, okay. In case you guys already forgot. Yeah, it's okay. you never know. We'll we'll forgive you. Yeah, just keep swimming. Okay. Yeah. So, today's episode, we are talking all about our first. Yes. So, things could get juicy. Could be fun. Not sex first, though, because I know for a fact my mom will be watching this. Okay. So, we are, uh, yeah, we're not sharing that today. No, that's, I, no, that, no. Yeah. no, 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 uh, but we will talk about some of our firsts that were, what's the word? They kind of shaped us who we are today. Yeah, like milestones. Milestones Milestones is a great way to put it. Yeah, like big first. Yeah. So our first one is kind of a shared one. So we will go together. So Jess and I are going to talk about our first day of university and kind of how we met through this perspective of ourselves. Yeah, like our first. we have a little bit of a different story. We definitely do. We definitely do. So yeah, Holly and I just met like yeah. a year and a half ago, which if you saw the last podcast, you, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we just met and it was actually, I don't know for sure if it was the first day of the university or like it was the first week, like right around moving. I think it was, I moved in on Saturday. So it was definitely their Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. It, so it was probably the first day of like a week. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. cause you have that week of no classes, but yeah. Yeah. So Holly and I met when we moved into university. So I first moved into university on the Friday, which is like, it's a weekend move in. It was the first day. I was literally moving in in the morning. So I was completely alone. Like campus was absolutely empty. No food was open. It was actually like a ghost town. And I remember my parents left and I was like, what the heck am I going to do? Was this a mistake? I was all alone. I was having like a midlife crisis. And finally, the next day, Saturday morning, probably was it or mid-afternoon something like that yeah i was hearing more people move in thank god because i was like i said lonely um and i remember hearing a bunch of girls in like a stairwell hallway kind of thing i don't really know how to explain it but if you go to university of guelph 
and you've been in south you know what i'm talking about it's like those little alcoves anyways so i heard a bunch of girls like chatting and i was like okay either i go and attempt to make friends right now and maybe embarrass myself a little bit but that's okay or i just continue being by myself in my room too scared to talk to anyone she bit the bullet guys. i bit the bullet and i went down and met some new friends and i don't really have many first impressions no offense it's fine i don't again. really remember anything crazy about you oh my god that's a stab but maybe that's heart. a good thing because i wasn't like oh that's a red flag you know <laughs> you know what true so i was like oh she seems cool i don't know well what was your first impression of me so how did we meet in your perspective yeah so i had a roommate um in first year um and i'm not gonna say names or anything but you know when you're you move when you first move into university your roommate is kind of the first person you talk to and you kind of stick with them until you each kind of find your own stride in university find your own friend group and such so we were together and i have I live really close to Guelph, so I have a couple friends who go to the University of Guelph, and I met up with them. They happened to be in South with me, and we were talking, and that's the also how I met our one roommate, Lena, and we were all talking outside of our room. So there's like four or five of us talking outside in the common area-ish, yeah. and um, all of a sudden, the door swings open, and lo and behold, it's this tall girl wearing like jeans and her acdc shirt or something oh yes I that, loved that she still shirt. wears like every single day yeah. um and she's wearing birkenstocks with no socks and the first thing okay, i noticed okay it was summer i'm not putting it socks on when it's like thirty thousand degrees in our dorm rooms the first thing i notice on this girl <laughs> is that she's wearing toe rings and i'm like <laughs> oh my god this girl is weird <laughs> i don't no, i don't wear them anymore no hate to toe rings but i don't wear them anymore um anyway so she comes through the door and immediately like puts her hands on her hips kind of turns her foot outwards and goes i hear we're introducing ourselves hi i'm jess yeah and i was really flustered that you can yeah looking back do you you could only imagine how nervous I was. Yeah. Because when I'm nervous, I become, like, so outgoing for no reason. Yeah. I think it's, like, my protective shield. I, like, black out and just become really outgoing. Yeah. And you were really outgoing. I was like, oh, was. hey, Jess. And I'm then you Holly. got to know me, and I was like, oh. No, oh. she's, like, this little shell in her bed. <laughs> <I'm> empty. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I'm not empty, shell. guys. I have no personality. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> anyways that's how we first met yeah and then we spent the day together and we went and got some pasta oh yeah we got dinner together that was cute and we ate outside (laughs) yeah we ate outside with some people who we have never talked to since yeah we met first day we did not click yeah it was they're not our people we ran let's just say well we run in different circles yeah but i think that's the point of university like that first few like a week yeah i think i met a lot of people but obviously, I didn't click with all of them. And I think that's that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I still have a bunch of friends from a week that I occasionally will see on campus and be yeah. like, hey, like, how's it going? Okay, bye. Or like As at parties passing. and stuff. Yeah, at the bar. The thing with a week that I kind of struggled with a little bit was a lot of the people, I mean, it was supposed to be like alcohol free. You mm-hmm. know, you were supposed to be sober. And no one was. No, I don't Spoiler think alert, I was no sober one was. for the whole week. I was, because I was scared. 
Oh, I totally not. thought I would get in trouble. Well, so I was sober. But Jess also could have half a shot of Pink Whitney yeah. and be like obliterated. Yeah, it was actually so. like borderline dangerous. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm not that bad anymore. But no, um, we've, we've worked on our tolerance, guys. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> really proud moment. Um, but yeah, it was the weird thing was though with everyone always a little bit, some level of intoxication. It was really hard to meet people and know what they were actually like yeah everyone has this liquid courage that they yeah got from drinking and you meet them and i mean i'm i'm a the huge, same way like liquid courage is huge for me so when i yeah. meet someone when i'm not drinking, sober versus yeah. sober i am a very outgoing version of myself like me i too. will come up to you give you the biggest hug be like oh my god like how are you doing i'll be talking i'm a talker when i'm drunk too yeah so i will be talking to someone for like 40 minutes and they're probably sitting there like oh my god like get this person away from me <laughs> but i can't help it like i just i'm we're a very lovey yeah and we're very chatty and, and yeah it's just kind of different like one of our closest friends now um i remember we spent all a week with him and a good first like month and we didn't really hang out during the day we only hung out when we went out that kind of thing yeah and i remember finally we went up to his room to like wake him up for breakfast or something and i remember looking at him and being like i think this is our first time talking to you sober yeah and it was probably october at this point like it's kind of bad honestly we're not proud not proud. yeah no but well, first semester first year was rough yes yeah, so anyways that's how we first met now here we are jess and i inseparable bffls you said this last time too <laughs> you cut it out did i cut out last I time don't know. Too? Uh, um but yeah i don't know i don't if jess had never had gathered up the courage to go and say hi in her quirky i'm jess I'm way jess, guys we wouldn't be here starting this podcast so Isn't i love that? how everything works yeah. everything happens for a reason and i'm a huge believer in the butterfly effect is that a butterfly effect i don't know i don't know probably we don't not. know these things but yeah anyways I, Back loved, to you, I like our little first meeting. I think it was really cute. Me too. Okay, so now we're going to talk about some of our first milestones. Well, I mean, we have been, but now I think we have kind of separate ones. We have a few that are the same, but for the most part, they're pretty different. But yeah, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, Sure, I can go first. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk about is first time getting drunk. This is a so- funny story. <laughs> So before I get started, please do not call CVS on my parents. It was an accident. They're great parents. This was just a misunderstanding, miscommunication. Okay, here we go. So my aunt and uncle live in Africa. They were pretty much, my uncle was born and raised there. And then they, my aunt moved out there with him. And they have raised their children in Africa who are my cousins. So we, when I was 11, my family went out to visit them. And they own a couple of travel lodges, and we were staying at one of the lodges in Uganda. And uh, we are kind of sitting there for our final dinner at the lodge. And I asked my mom, I was like, Can I order a pina colada? And then my mom was like, Yeah, for sure. But I had like really bad social anxiety as a kid. So I asked my dad, I was like, Dad, can you order it for me? And he's like, Yeah, I guess so. So the bartenders know who my and we were with my aunt and uncle so the bartenders know them they know my parents and when my dad asked for the pina colada they assumed it was for him which is fair enough we never specified that it wasn't going to be for him yeah honest mistake so my dad was like hey like can we get a pina colada and they're like oh of course pouring absurd amounts of rum 
into the pina colada that did he just not notice well he didn't try it well like when they were making it oh like he must have just not noticed probably not probably talking to someone or something yeah so they hand me my the pina colada and i'm drinking it and i get about like a quarter of the way in and i'm like wow this pina colada tastes really good it's kind of like funky though because i'm 11 and i've never tried any sort of alcohol before (laughs) And my dad or my mom was like, here, let me try that. And my mom tries it and her eyes, I swear, like bulge out of her head. And um, she's like, Adam, Adam, who's my dad. uh, My dad's like, what? And she's like, try this. So my dad tries it and is like, oh my God, no. And that is when they realized that they had just given their 11 year old daughter accidental rum. And I mean, I only drank about a quarter of it, as I said, but for an 11-year-old, I got... Yeah, you have no tolerance. I got kind of drunk. Have, yeah, you have no tolerance. And my mom was like, I was so worried. And I, she said I couldn't walk straight. And I was like oh, slurring man. a little bit. But I don't know if I believe her on that part. I don't remember any of it. But... And were you sick from it or anything? No, or just I, I wasn't. I wasn't sick. I just slept it off. I probably woke up the next morning with a little bit of a headache. But yeah, I don't know. I was fine. That's funny. Honestly. But that is the first time I got drunk. And then if we want to fast track it a little bit. Um, for like a reasonable age. For like a reasonable age. When probably I was. Not, probably not legal. Haven't, but haven't touched alcohol since this point. I was legal. So um, my family went back to Africa to visit my family. Again. Again for yeah. Christmas this time. And we're at their house. And, you know, I'm allowed to have a couple drinks. Yeah. But my cousin has. It's been her life mission to get me obliterated and you know i guess oh. she wasn't satisfied with that at the 11 year old incident yeah how, <laughs> how old is your cousin she at the time she was probably about 21 oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. so she's yeah. like oh my baby cousin let's get her drunk yeah maybe 22 <laughs> as one does know. um and i was 16 at this point so i was legal in africa Oh, okay. Not legal in Canada yet, but I was legal in Africa. Okay. And, you know, I was I had a glass of wine that I kept drinking. But what I didn't know is that my cousin kept filling up my cup oh. whenever it was, like, kind of midway. So I never noticed that it was empty. I thought I was just drinking it really slow. All of a sudden, I'm blackout drunk. I am, like, puking everywhere. Oh, no. Um, my parents or my mom and my cousin are, like in the shower with me like trying to wash the puke off oh my god it was it was a mess um yeah then i woke up the next morning and they were like wow good night holly i was like no um but in the meantime like before me getting blackout drunk they said i was really fun i was like singing karaoke to this day you are such a fun drunk i am a fun drunk i will it's very fun couple liquid couple uh shots in me and i will go sing karaoke with you, you i will love, go yeah. do the chicken dance on f- stage yes. don't ask um yeah i am a fun drunk and i yes. will dance until my legs break but yeah that is my second time getting drunk but more at a reasonable age a bit yeah a bit more i was gonna say responsibly but <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. more socially a bit, acceptable. A bit more socially acceptable, yeah. Legal in that country. Yeah, that's, that's all that matters. matters. Wow, jinx. jinx. Double you drinks. You me a soda. <laughs> but you gave me one already, so it's okay. Huh. My debts are paid off. <laughs> a big milestone for me was my first boyfriend. 
I had my first boyfriend when I was 15 till I was 17. So it was a pretty long relationship. I think it was like a year and a half. I'm pretty sure I actually broke up with him right on the half mark. Sorry about that. <laughs> this relationship, I'm not going to go obviously into the all the details because it's not really fair to my partner. But I think for me, a big part of this relationship was figuring out who I was and figuring out who I wanted to be. Because I think when you're 15, 16, you're very influential age so I think the people you surround yourself with and who you spend your time with really impacts who you become or who you want to become and I just remember I kept later I mean at the start of the relationship I think it was really good I think it was exactly what we needed like a light fluffy kind of just get some experience under our belt kind of relationship but I think it went past its expiration date I think that's the best way to put it because we obviously weren't compatible beyond, you know, like a little fling. But I think with this relationship, a big part of what I dealt with was realizing who I was spending time with wasn't making me be who I wanted to be. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. Like, I just remember one night I looked in the mirror and I was like, who, what, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing these things? And I think a big part of it was I was trying to be the person that they would want me to be. That was a hard realization, though, to have when you're 16, 17 years old, that you're becoming someone you don't want to become. That was terrifying. Anyways, so then I broke up with him. And I changed a lot in that year. I think, I mean, now I'm like the happiest I've ever been. I'm so satisfied with who I am now, like for the most part. And you should be. You're a great person. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I think, honestly, if you met me back when I was dating him, you'd be like, I don't think you would be friends with me, to be honest. I think about that a lot. Like, even with some of our friends, like, university changes people so much. It does. makes you show your true colors. Yeah. And just, you're able to come into your own, like, forgetting all the high school drama, like, the, oh my god, he said, she said. You're able to evolve out of that and be able to spread your wings and fly sorry speaking really cliche metaphors it's in case though, you haven't like noticed it. but um yeah university is a great experience for that yeah and I just think I don't know I was thinking about it actually on my drive back to Guelph when I was at home and I was like as much as I sometimes look back at the relationship with some negativity it did make me become who I want to be and I don't think I think at the end of the day I would have still been who I am but I think it forced me to grow faster you know what I mean like I think I was really lost and then I met him and then I became who he wanted me to be and then I was like wait I don't want to be this person so then I broke up with him and then I was like then who do I want to be you know it was like I don't know it was a cool experience though like learning to learning that you can just change who you are if you really really want to if you're really that unsatisfied you can change what you do and the actions you make. You just have to deal with some harder challenges of leaving some people or breaking off some relationships. Exactly. It's not about the destination, but about the journey you take. (laughs) More cliche (laughs) metaphors with Holly. (laughs) Tune in next week. No. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that was a huge milestone for me. One of probably my biggest milestones. And I am so happy with where I've gone since then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just 
yeah and i'm proud of you for being able to come out and say that yeah to look back on it with have or that relationship actually made you a better person yeah and it kind of evolved your self-awareness as well yeah but yeah that's kind of deep that is damn i'm sorry guys following jess's very deep remarks sorry holly um i'm gonna talk about my first concert experience (laughs) (laughs) when how old was i i was probably about 12 years old and so after a drinking issue yes so i did not drink at this concert <laughs> good i'm glad <laughs> so um when i was younger still am i was obsessed with one direction i was a huge directioner like the po- posters line my room head to toe head floor to ceiling there you go uh, with just you know like the whole cutouts the from yeah one like those teen bop magazines or whatever tiger beat you know i would rip them out i would put them on my wall and i would like say oh my god harry like you're gonna be mine one day you know what i still Actually, think that i was a little girl love but i would love for me to be okay. able to say that harry's mine but it's okay it's and i accept it, defeat you know what we can dream a girl can dream yep anyways so we have really good friends who live in uh chicago so we every year my family and i would do a big road trip down to chicago to see them and there's my my one friend uh she's a year younger than me and a year older than my sister so she's like right smack dab in the middle we're all really good friends and we were all hanging out one day like down in chicago and my parents and her parents call us into the other room i was like hey guys or hey girls we have a surprise for you and we're like oh my god like what Turns out it was a concert tickets to One Direction playing at Soldier Field in Chicago that night. I can only, I can like hear the screams in that room. Oh my God. Like your 12 year old screams. People probably thought we were like getting murdered. Like it was insane, pure euphoria. Just like one of the best feelings I've ever felt. I'm getting tickets to see One Direction, my first concert ever. Holy shit. I was over the moon. And then, of course, it's like scream, scrambling. Oh, my God, what are we going to wear? We have to make sure the One Direction boys are going to notice us. We have to look cute. And this is during our justice phase. Oh, so no. we're like scrambling through all the clothes that we brought um, that is neon. Um, I think my outfit ended up being like a neon orange oh, cover up. It was, yeah, it was, it was justice. Like, if you're old enough to remember justice, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, it was interesting. interesting. Oh my god, so, jinx wow. again! We are on fire today. Wow. So, we end up like all settling on these cute outfits. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I probably can post a picture of our Do you outfits. Have one? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I have to go Check stalk out- my mom's Facebook, but. I'm Check gonna, out our Instagram. Yeah. We will potentially post these photos. <laughs> Just so you know that I'm not lying. Um, so we are making our posters that they made us throw out because you can't have people covering anyways. Yeah, um, I never knew that actually until yeah. recently. I didn't know that until I tried to bring the poster in and they're like, you can't bring yeah, that in. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, kid. Um, anyways, so we're scrambling to finish making a poster because they told us like, two hours before we had to go and then we are like okay like how are we getting there like you guys are driving 
we walk out into their driveway and there is a stretch limo waiting for us to take us to the concert oh my god! a freaking stretch limo i still have never been in a limo it was a surreal experience and we got in there and my sister my friend and i are just like in awe like our jaws are on the floor and we are just looking around like none of us have ever been in a limo before oh yeah and me neither holy crap (laughs) at 20 me neither (laughs) and um we there's like champagne and stuff that we can't drink so we end up having like a pop each yeah which is huge because my parents like hardly ever let us drink pop as a child only on the weekends or what like no like on road trips oh pretty man much. we were tough we were an iced tea family so we would um, get iced tea yeah. and like juices but never pop yeah that's so tough there's like ginger ale and hannah and i are like hannah's my sister yeah we're like oh my god crazy this is, so this is the best day ever blah 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 best day of my life this is going into my diary yeah my little lock that doesn't actually lock yep <laughs> <laughs> anyways so we get to the concert we get in we're seated and we are just dancing our hearts out to um screaming midnight memories um so anyways i think that concert which happened to be one of still probably one of the better nights of my life um really influenced my love for music and like right now i am obsessed with music i would say in res is when the re-release of red came out oh boy (laughs) and i would say that was one of the times from when from when i've known you obviously which is Mm -hmm. not that long but I think that album, I saw it transform you. Like, that yeah. album impacted you, I think, so deeply. Like, to a point where I don't know either. But I yeah. think it made huge impact. Well, just for, like, perspective, All Too Well 10-Minute Version, Taylor's version, was num- my number one song listened to last year. Yeah. And you loved that it song. was like, oh, you listened to this song 16 times in one day. Holly, long that is 10 minutes times 16. It's like 160, 160 <laughs> minutes. I like we're both just like 60? 60? 160 minutes of just one song in yeah. one day. Yeah. And I mean, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but... No, that's a lot. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, you were in your feels. Yeah. Um, I would like... Yeah, and then I also had a speaker, so I would just like sit in my room and just stare at the ceiling and listen to music. Yeah. And I just kind of let it like listen to the lyrics and just kind of be taken away with it yeah Yeah, i get it it's like dissociating i would definitely dissociate i'd be kind of transformed transported into a different dimension where i was just where i was just able to listen to music it took all my problems away i get that with reading like i i get it it's one of your my escape it's my escape escape from reality yeah and i will literally never not have music on yeah um and I am by no means musically talented. I will not be coming out with my own music. No. This is not a... Holly and I are tone deaf, so... (laughs) I just listen. I just enjoy. You appreciate. I appreciate. You appreciate. But yeah, music is a huge part of my life now, and I am also a whore for concerts. (laughs) She... How many concerts have you bought this year? Do you know? This year? um, This year alone, I'm going to at least six different concerts. Yeah. Um, Holly is always on Ticketmaster looking at what concerts are coming up. I'm going to tell a story of my first best friend, but I don't think it's actually technically my first best friend, so I'm kind of lying, but we're going to pretend it was. (laughs) Because I think this one was a bit more memorable for me because it was a little traumatic by the end of it. So this friendship is, it was a childhood, like I was quite young. So it was during 
grade two we met so it was a grade two split class not gonna name names obviously uh i haven't actually talked obviously. to this obviously i haven't actually talked to this girl since like probably grade three it's been a long time anyway so we met in grade two it was a little split class so she was actually a year younger than me and i was a year older um and i remember yeah we were pretty close we went to each other's birthday parties that's like pretty much live or death you know besties for the resties yeah. except if, it wasn't for the resties if you if you miss someone's birthday party you were blacklisted yeah that's a big deal yeah tough anyway so then i remember i went to grade three came along we were no longer in a split class so i actually had to go to a different one obviously and she i think stayed in the last class anyways beyond the point so in grade three, I go into my little class and it was like the first day I was so nervous because I didn't know anyone in my actual grade uh, because I just had this one friend who was younger. And I remember these girls actually came up to me and they're like, hey, just wanted to see if you want to like play pole tag, which was like the, all the rage back in the day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I was in grade three and these girls came up to me and asked if I want to play pole tag. And I was like, actually, I have a friend that I'm supposed to meet up for recess so i can't actually play with you guys they're like oh okay no problem we'll be there if you want to join or whatever they were so sweet like little grade three-year-olds that's so nice anyways so then uh, recess came along i went outside and i was searching for my friend and i was running all over the yard trying to find her and then i finally found her and i went up to go to see her and she ran away from me all recess she was running away from me i was like why what is going on so then she just pretended i no longer existed and never talked to me again wow yeah it was kind of tough That's harsh yeah so she never even like said goodbye or like anything she just left well little kids clearly, are mean bro she clearly missed out on a party right like that was a little traumatizing <laughs> little kids are so mean they're so mean like ruthless for no yeah. reason anyways so then i ended up giving up on chasing her because that's just kind of weird after mm-hmm. a while and i went and played pool tag and then i became best friends with those people for like years which is kind of fun it's almost oh. like a double best friend story. That's awesome, though. Yeah. It's kind of like the... What's the phrase? What's the metaphor? You and your, like, inspirational metaphors. Everything happens for a reason? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> if she never ran away from you, you never would have met those people. Which and isn't that great? And those people actually were also a big part of my life, who yeah. I later played pull tag with. They were... Yeah, like I said, they were my best friends from grade three up until... I graduated and I still talk to them now some of them so yeah they were a big impact anyway so that was a quick little traumatic best friend then meet more best friends yay (laughs) all right so my last my last first is okay justice is all like deep mine's just kind of funny things that happened to me (laughs) see we're the perfect balance yeah so um I'm going to talk about the first time I pulled an all-nighter which I think is pretty, like, I don't know what the word is. It's it's, it's a... Um, it's a coming-of-age story. Yes. That it's a rite of passage. my friends and I into not being dumb idiots. Anyways, <laughs> you'll see. Harsh. So I have a cottage uh, up north in, yeah. in Halliburton-ish. And um, I have been best friends with these two girls from the lake since we were born. Like, our parents were pretty much pregnant together we've been besties for the resties besties for life and um we spent every summer together practically living in each other's houses our parents would like at the end of summer give each other bags full of our clothes back that we left at each other's houses 
and one day we were about 15 it was a couple years ago it was like five or six years ago now and we had met these guys at the lake and that was a big deal for us because we've never met guys at the lake we've never branched out and my one friend has she she was staying at my cottage because her parents had to go home uh to work and it was like a monday or something and we were like oh my goodness your cottage is like free like can you ask your dad if we can stay there the night alone this is the first time we've kind of stayed home alone by ourselves at the cottage yeah and (laughs) we after immense amounts of begging all of our parents finally said yes so we tootle over there in our little like tinny boats and we park up and we walk up to the cottage we're like this is gonna be great it's like four o'clock in the afternoon we're ready we swam we're getting dinner ready and then it nighttime falls and we're like okay we're gonna pull an all-nighter this is going to happen we have like a bunch of movies on set that we're gonna watch one of them was magic mike that still great movie we just watched magic mike three Three. the other week and anyways so nighttime falls we're into the first movie and we start hearing noises and you know 15 year old paranoid girls are like oh my god there's a murderer in the woods that's gonna kill us obviously so of course the only natural thing to do is to hide like 10 steak knives around the house that's a hazard there's knives like under the pillows under the rug like literally the most random place you can think of there was probably a knife there love and it's now like four in the morning into our all-nighter my one friend has fallen asleep so it's just me and my other friend who are wide awake and i also have the picture that says we're wide awake with the big eye filter on snapchat oh man Uh, (laughs) and we're like okay we can do this we're well into our third or fourth movie at this point we've made brownies we've had cereal for 3 a.m snack yep um and the sun starts to rise it's like 6 30 now and we're like oh my god like it would be so cute if we went to the dock to watch the sunrise so we go down to the dock and we leave the door a little bit open because it's sticky but we had locked all the other doors because we're like oh my god intruder is gonna Uh come in and kill us so we leave the one door open but we didn't tell the other friend where we were going and she's like comes down she's like hey guys like oh it's so pretty down here and we're like yeah did you close the door and she's like yeah why and we're like shit so we sprint back up and the door had locked itself so oh, we're no. locked out of the cottage at 6 30 in the morning we're panicking we're like what the hell do we do and so at my bathroom at home we can unlock the doors with a bobby pin because right. it's just like the push and pull whatever it's the easy locks. yeah yeah so my brain was like oh my god like get me a twig and i can do it <laughs> so they're like okay at least you're and ambitious this is my sleep deprived 15 year old brain so i shove a twig into the freaking keyhole that's an actual key like you need like a professional kit to unlock it and the twig breaks off in the keyhole and gets it stuck and i'm like uh oh <laughs> the worst part too is it's not your cottage yeah like, it's I, your know. Friend's cottage. I know it's like it's not my dad i'm gonna have to talk to it's your yeah. dad that's so much worse so we're like what the fuck do we do so my we all have our phones thank god 
because um, we wanted to take pictures of the sunset, of course. So we, my uh, my one friend calls her older brother, who was probably like 19 at the time. Yeah. He woke up and he drove us and picked us up and he like drove us back to my friend's house and we were kind of just sitting there and we're like, what the hell do we do? And we all like kind of sit on the couch and just crash. It's like eight in the morning at this point. Yeah. We crash until about 1030 and then we wake up and we're like, okay, we need to figure out what the hell to do. And my one friend ends up just kind of calling her dad and be like, hey, like we I need a new up. walk. <laughs> But yeah, so, oh, I forgot that the guys that we had met had snuck out and met us there. I was going to say, there's got to be like some circle back here. Yeah, so they ended up like meeting us in the house. I don't think my mom knows this actually. Oh, well, now you do. Yeah, sorry, mom. Um, They ended up coming to the house. They were there for like three hours. Oh, wow. In between the time. Well, (laughs) so. Uh Uh-oh no it's nothing bad okay but they like came and they're like oh my god like the stars are so pretty like let's go swimming Um, oh we're like okay so we go like we jump in the water and they're like oh my god like let's go jump out in the middle of the water like we have our boat like let's just oh go there and we're like okay so we're in the middle of the lake and we like are just swimming like we jump out of his boat it's like 2 33 in the morning at this point (laughs) and we're like swimming underneath the stars and we're dead sober like keep in mind yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. have not had a sip of alcohol we Good. don't like indulge in any other substances so no. we were all like just high on life pretty much yeah and yeah we went back and then we made some brownies and then it was like they left my friend fell asleep and fast forward to where we are now yeah. so you're locked out yeah locked out um <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it we were never allowed to stay alone again together until we were about 19 years old we did yeah. lose that privilege which i mean fair enough swing in the middle of the lake at 2 a.m i mean as you should everyone needs to try it once it was pretty fun we were clothed we were clothed oh that's good just putting that out there i promise <laughs> we were clothed, i promise we i know were there dipping. some i've actually suspicions. never i've actually never skinny dipped before yeah, and i feel same. like <laughs> So my first solo trip, let's talk about that. So this September, I had my first ever solo trip that I went on, which was actually to Iceland, which Holly was invited to. The land of the ice. So I found out later that I was talking to my work about it and they're like, oh my God, if you had told us, we would have let you finish a week earlier. And I'm like, bruh, are you serious? But I mean, I ended up making a lot of money in the last week. Yeah. So I went on my first solo trip and I think this was pretty crazy of a milestone like my mom was not impressed i actually booked it while she was gone so that she wouldn't be able to like say no smart (laughs) i was just like mom i can't cancel this i'm actually gonna go anyways so yeah i booked and planned a whole trip to iceland i lived in a van for 10 days showered probably three of those days you know what it's probably more than i do right now yeah oh yeah. I'm just kidding. It gets a little grimy around here. Yeah. <laughs> One shower, five girls is a lot to deal with. So, yes, I lived in a van for 10 days and I did the whole ring road all around Iceland. If you've ever been, you know what I'm talking about. It was a lot of fun. I went to a bunch of waterfalls. I did some hikes. No. She went kayaking. Oh my god, yeah. I went kayaking around the glaciers. That was insane. I was very up to date on Jess's adventures because I was living vicariously through her. I and don't think insanely jealous because yeah. I couldn't come. Yeah, it was a very expensive trip. I think in total, I probably spent like six grand on that trip. 
at least. But I mean, money. My my theory is money comes back. Adventures and memories don't. Don't. Yeah. So live while we're young. Oh yeah. That's a One Direction quote. Love. And live while we're young. Um, <laughs> live while we're young. Do it now. Yo to the frickin' low. Yes, you love your little yolos. I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think although it was a very expensive trip. I think the number one thing people always ask me is like why Iceland like why was that where you wanted to go and honestly just because I could drive it was like one of the only places I could drive legally at 20 and rent a vehicle so I was like I'll go it's actually a very big thing because even in Canada you can't rent a car until you're 25 25, which is crazy oh by 25 most of us will have have had our license for almost 10 years yeah and oh just kidding but we'll let this random person have their license for one year drive. Yeah. Sorry, what? Yeah, make that Doesn't make, make sense. sense. But whatever. But yeah, so that's kind of why I chose Iceland. It's also like one of the most stunning places, in my opinion, on Earth. I haven't been to that many places, but so far it's my favorite. Uh, and I would recommend that trip to anyone. It was phenomenal. And I'm really excited for when Holly eventually goes. Me too. I will be going eventually. Jess will probably be coming with me as a nice tour guide. I would love that. But right now I am broker than broke. Yeah. So I get it. It won't be in the near future. It was an, it was an after the summer. I had my work money kind of trip. Yep. And I spent most of that work money. Yeah. It do be like that. It is what it is. But that's why I took a gap year. So yeah, it was a really phenomenal trip. And I also think going solo was a really good experience because it was so out of my comfort zone like everything i had to do i was all alone and it was very i don't know it's just a good experience yeah you learn a lot about yourself you learn a lot yeah. about what situations you're able to handle yeah what situations you aren't um yeah. i i actually surprised myself on it because there's a few situations for the most part is really good like it's a very safe country to travel in and all that good stuff but there was a few situations where i was like "Ooh, this is a little stressful but i managed to like keep my cool yeah which is good so i, I think our last first oh what i'm just gonna, gonna touch on my first solo trip too just oh yes i want to hear so technically it wasn't solo solo yeah but um i took a gap year from outside of grade 12 and before i went to university i like this story i <laughs> took a year off and I wanted to travel. I knew I wanted to travel, but oh, lo and behold, the COVID. lovely COVID-19 <laughs> that kind of disrupted a lot of travel plans. Oh yeah. And I'm sure I'm not sure I was not the only yeah. one. Um so I did initially want to go to Europe and kind of do a little backpacking through there. I didn't know this. Oh really? yeah, it's been a dream of mine. But also I was pretty I was I would have been 18. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you I would have been, been 18. 18. So my parents were like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, my parents are in the same boat. My parents are very much like, you really want to do that all by yourself? And I mean, COVID, I like couldn't fly. Yeah, no, you couldn't. My boyfriend, who I'm still with, um, our parents, we're incredibly lucky that our parents let us do this together because a lot of people would be like, with your boyfriend? Uh, Fuck no. (laughs) Um, But my boyfriend and I packed up packed up our car, packed up the back of a Subaru Outback and drove across Canada and we were gone for 3 or 4 months. So we left early January and we left and we came back early April. Yeah. Um and we are both ski racers so we hit 
as many ski hills as we could um, and just basically skiing and living our lives, experiencing yeah. what the western coast of Canada has to offer. Um, my parents did come out and visit for a couple days at a time, mm-hmm. which was really nice. It was nice to be able to see them again after being gone for so long. Um, Especially for your first time being gone. Oh, yeah. Like, you were moved for, out of the house at this point. No, I like, was, was living at much, home. This yeah. is also after, like, quarantine. So I yeah. literally have not left the house in a year. It was probably pretty exactly much. what you needed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. I love you. But yeah, space. It, it taught us both a lot about... It put our relationships to the test, definitely. Oh, yeah. My parents always say that vacations with your significant other either yep. make or break your relationship for sure and like we drove from Sudbury to Kenora in one drive which if you're not aware is a 16 hour drive I actually didn't know that that's yeah. a long time we were in the car for 16 hours at one point and I was going crazy keep in mind Holly like, has like pretty I have, I have I, ADHD I she has ADHD <laughs> like i was just like losing my mind we left at like five or six in the morning we didn't get there until 11 yeah i don't know if my math is math in there but it's okay we don't judge um we did have a couple stops because i also have the bladder of a chipmunk preaching to the choir (laughs) (laughs) so we had to make a couple pee stops and food stops and stuff yeah but this was also on our deadline that we had to be out of Ontario before the government shuts the borders down. And we're like, again, oh, crap, we need to go. Yeah, this was a very last minute pack up, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. The government of Ontario kind of made the announcement. It was like, we're shutting the borders down in two days. Nobody in or out. And yeah. I call my boyfriend. and I'm like, we need to go. And just tonight. for perspective, this is like our provincial borders. Yeah, so yeah. like Ontario can't go to Quebec, that kind yes. of idea. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm like running around my house. We've been talking about this for months now, but it's finally happening. Happening. My There's an ice storm going on outside or freezing rain or something. Um, kind of all the odds were against us, but yeah. we still did it. We managed to pack up and not forget anything at home. I definitely overpacked because I didn't know how long I was going to be gone. So I packed for summer too. Didn't pack summer tires because we don't have room for that. So we were driving around <laughs> uh vancouver with our winter tires on but you'll that's okay um yeah we packed the subaru to the brim uh picked ryan up and my parents were at the cottage at this time and i called them and i was like hey i'm leaving tonight and they're like leaving like where ryan's house i'm like no like we're going like we're going to bc and they're like are you kidding me so so they didn't even say goodbye to you or anything so uh my parents were like okay like give us a minute we're gonna pack up here and we'll meet you in barry so they meet you yeah so we said goodbye to ryan's parents ryan's parents were both at work so we went and visited them at work they came out they're both um doctors so they gave us a bunch of medical supplies oh nice like just Just the basics like gauze band-aids that's irrelevant and then we got on the road um we met my parents in barry i said goodbye to my parents my parents gave us a cooler full of food Mm. so we could kind of have food for the next couple days and it was just basic stuff that's very sweet and then we hightailed it out of ontario we made it out in a day and a half which is pretty record-breaking because ontario is huge like yeah i don't think people understand the canada like, like in general. the distance it took us to drive from the like gta pretty much to the manitoba border but it took us a day and a half fully like yeah. driving non-stop non-stop 
yeah it was crazy yeah canada's huge man like it's yeah to this day it blows my mind and i've lived here all my life but yeah. anyways so that was a crazy experience day. Yeah. and then our whole time out there was probably like one of the most memorable moments of my time yeah it taught both of us so many things about ourselves and about each other i guess i love traveling for that because it's yeah. just such an eye-opening experience and you get to experience very unique situations yeah. that you will never see yourself in unless yeah. you travel it's awesome yeah and then we kind of hightailed it home too because it was april and we're like okay like it's time to come home yeah but well you was, miss home yeah it was a fantastic experience and i am so glad with every ounce of my body that we ended up going and just, yeah mm, oh, i sure. want to go back now i realize that i don't want to live in ontario and that i do in fact want to live on the west coast because i am a mountain oh I'm you, a mountain woman you're such a mountain girly and you always have been yeah always will be i'm wearing my grandpa granola sweater as we speak yeah you actually look you always look so granola and i love it it's the vibe i'm going for that's good because you're achieving it yeah quite nicely that makes me happy to hear anyways i think that's probably a good note to leave it off on yeah probably a good i think so yeah a lot of good first experiences. We have a lot about our lives that have shaped us into the person we are. I don't know why I broke out in song for that, but <laughs> so we are now we are now a musical. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's so many first experiences that people go through that really impact who you become, and. We it's just, just fun to reflect on yeah. sometimes. I just wanted to share a couple with you guys, just yeah. kind of, so whoa, just so you guys kind of know who we are, um, Our, why we are the way that we are. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Oh, okay. Well, I guess on that note, we should say our goodbyes. Yes, we're really bad at this part. Yeah. If you guys have any ideas for outros, just let us know. Do we like? I yeah. Do we just kind of end it? Like, like bye, guys. Bye. Hit us up on Instagram. Yes, at check out our Instagram and dot chaos. Question mark. Um, my Instagram is underscore Holly dot more underscore. And mine is Jessica Barack O two. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your day. Yeah, a great day, yeah. week, month. Yeah, I don't know when this yeah. is being posted, so we will see you next time. And yes. for now, bye. bye. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs>